Let's try this again. Okay, yeah, we're totally working. Okay, uh, Gordano. It has yeah. been a while. Oh, you know what's going to be great is the ketchup this time. Yeah. Because it's been... Because it's spicy ketchup. Ashes of Edom fall. Stay with me. Don't let me go. Ever since I was a small boy, I've been obsessed with movies, books, and music. But as I grow older, I've begun to realize that these things increasingly miss the mark of fulfilling who we are meant to be. But they seem to have a common theme. They point us to a greater story, a greater adventure, a greater love, a greater joy. On this show, we dive into some of our favorite themes in songs, books, and movies so that we can begin the discussion of what our fascination with these stories actually reveal. A desire for something more. A desire for the unknown. A desire for love. A desire for God. Welcome to the adventure. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Christ in Culture. This is Gordon. And this is Steve. And man, it has been for a month. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. The sad part is, and I have to be a better friend, because I don't ever get to really see these guys <laughs> unless we're recording. Yeah. Well, I've also been like out of town for like three weeks-ish. That's true. Because I've been on retreats. Mom and- was in town last week. Yeah, and you weren't able to, yeah, because you, that Saturday after Brave, we had our event for work, Yeah, uh, our y'all, which is our young adult life link for young adults, um, our hashtag life first freedom fest. Yeah. Um, it was really, really fun, but you weren't able to be there. So I saw Clint there. Mm-hmm. And that was nice. Mm-hmm. Kristen Otto was there. There, there was, there was actually quite a few yeah, people. I want, I was gonna go, but yeah, right then I was like, nah. Yeah, Nick, Nick was there. Nick Seckford, right. um, some That's people right. from Galveston. I mean, it was, it's a pretty decent turnout, all things considered. Met with this guy Tommy, uh, his mom. Him and his mom came, mm-hmm. and his mother was telling me there was somebody coming. I don't remember all the details, but anyway, it's some really, really good pro-life yeah. testimony that's coming into town. They're going to be in Galveston, so I'll have a chance to be there for that. And so it was really good, nice connections. How have you been, Gordon? I haven't. Yeah, wow. I've been pretty good. Been yeah. busy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a week long like leadership retreat that I led in Fort Worth before Brave, awesome. and then led Brave literally a day after. Or the yeah the day after I got back, um, and then my mom came in town mm. um, all last week. I heard, I heard that your mother was in town. You heard that my mom was in town. Yes. So we have a group me um, that I'm still part of. Correct. From the young adult group down there, and I had seen that your mother was in town. Mm-hmm. My, my mom was in town, and so this is kind of like my first week back into regular quiet stuff i'm still doing like you know usual programming youth group and all that but yeah it's it's just been nice i've noticed there's things that i need to jump back on that i haven't had time to do mm. um, because of being away or like having family in town but other than that i've been pretty pretty good good how have you been good i am tired um as of recording this i had just flown in from mcallen texas i was in south texas for work flew in grabbed a quick bite to eat 
I have no idea where McAllen is. Down near Brownsville. So like Texas, the very, very bottom tip. Okay. Got next it. to Mexico. I, I got to see the wall. Oh. There, there is some wall there. Uh, this section of the wall, I think, was actually built under Bush or Obama. So Trump is not actually, the wall is not something new with Trump. Um, it's actually done with previous presidents. What I think is really funny with the wall yeah. is it just like ends and there's like an open field. And so like you could just, <laughs> like there's just like this open space. Um, and I'm like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. but Got to continue the wall. Yeah, and it's actually built a little bit in um, from the border because the border is the river. Right. And so there's like part of America that's actually on the other side of the wall. Um, and like one of the guys that showed us the wall, he owns property on the other side of the wall. And there's like some guy who like has a cornfield on, on the, the other, other side, side of the wall. That's and he's like, awesome. and he was like, yeah, my buddy has like this cornfield. And he says it's really hard to get the equipment on the other side to like do the job but, I bet. yeah um but it's there and uh it is it is interesting my the guy that i met with he was saying that he actually lost some acreage because yeah. they recently had some flooding and because of that the river shifted and since the river's the border like the river shifted and he actually lost some acreage to mexico so mexico gained a couple acres and so someone on the other side of the river has some extra field <laughs> and he's out of some field because of how that works it's also so, fascinating yeah i just think it's funny that the border can actually shift based with the river so yeah yeah, yeah. Something um, you don't think about yeah but it's how that works but it's been good i've been sick been recovering um i was sick all last week and then this week i've been feeling better but still a little congested um so maybe you guys can hear that on the other end and then uh this past week I had like a pinched nerve. Like I woke up like on Monday and I had this pinched nerve. And so I couldn't turn my head and I was like, this is the worst. Um, and so I'm meeting with all these people in McAllen and like, I can't turn my head. <laughs> so they like ask me a question and like, if I have to turn to them, like I turn my whole upper body and I right. felt like Batman, like I yeah. couldn't like turn my yeah. head. Um, when did it go away? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So now as you can see, I can turn my head. Sometimes I'll do something and it'll like hurt a little bit, but um, all things considered, it is much better, um, and I am slowly recuperating from it. Um, maybe I'll get back into CrossFit once I don't hurt and I'm not sick. And those are excuses, and people would yell at me for that. Yeah. Other than that, um, not a whole lot that's new. Have you been taking any media recently? Anything crazy? Um, nothing crazy. I've been reading kind of a new book that me and the two other guys that I mission with are, are reading together. It's called Gifts of Imperfection. Imperfe- mm by Renee Brown. It's pretty good. She kind of like studies, like she knows a lot about like how to love properly or like the struggles of love, courage and all these things, but that's not what she studies. She studies like actually like shame, fear, despair, how facing that and working through that leads us to joy, Mm. love and courage and all these things. Um, So just a book on kind of facing the reality of all our emotions in order to you know, rise to the top. All the feels. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Other than that, I binged a show I've been meaning to watch for a while. It's called Final Space. Mm. It's a cartoon, kind of like a Futurama. Um, oh, is that the one with uh, Conan O'Brien? He, Yeah, he sponsored yeah. and like funded it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really good. It's, it's a YouTube guy. His name's Olin Rogers that I like have followed since like middle school mm. who finally came out with, like a TV show. Um, so it's like his big break and, uh, it's good. It's funny. Good I deal. liked it. Yeah. What about you? Uh, you been on your flights or drives reading, listening, watching anything? Yeah. So I have Spotify mm. and I 
which I don't know if you guys know, but shameless little plug for them. Um, if you have Spotify or Hulu, you can actually get the other one, and it's like twelve ninety nine a month for both, which I think is really cool. Because of that, I've been listening to my Spotify Premium. And the other day, I was driving, and I was feeling a little bit angsty in my commute, um, and I was feeling a little nostalgic. And so back in high school, I used to listen to a lot of like alternative rock and some metal and stuff like that. Like that's yeah. what I was into. Um, and my favorite band in high school was Breaking Benjamin. They're your favorite. They were my all-time favorite when I was in high school. I was like so into them. Um, I had been to their concerts and stuff like that when I was yeah. when I was like in. I couldn't drive myself because right. it was like high school. Um, right. And when I could drive myself, I would go. But like you know, I started going to concerts there when I was like fourteen, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so. Actually, I remember the first one of the first concerts I went with was a Breaking Benjamin concert with my one friend Ron Rakowski. But anyway, I was I was just feeling reminiscent. Um, I was just feeling nostalgic for it, and I wanted to reminisce. So I looked up, and I knew that they hadn't released anything in a little bit. But yeah, Ben Burnley had a disease. Uh, it was called Wernick-Korsakoff syndrome that he thinks was from excessive drinking, and it causes all sorts of things uh, like vision changes, ataxia, which is a lack of voluntary coordination of muscle movements Mm. and all sorts of other stuff, impaired memory and all these sorts of things. It's common in people who are alcoholic, but he basically had this and um, was kind of out of commission for a while. Yeah. And I knew it was pretty severe. It was like a, there was like, I think he had like some chronic pain and stuff like this. It was just this chronic disease that he ended up having. But I went back and I was just kind of like, oh, like, let me check it out. And I saw they had two new albums, one that was released, I think, in 2015 or 2016. And then one that was released this year in 2018. And so I was feeling a little nostalgic, but also open to that, which is new. And I listened to their new CD, uh, new CDs. And the one CD, Dark Before Dawn, um, he has this song on it called Ashes of Eden. And I heard this song ashes of eden and it's one of his sort of slower songs because he's like a metal thing but it was just it like struck me immediately and there was just all of this depth to it and that's what i want to talk about today all right so like the first lyric and i don't know if he was christian before or what his faith background i mean it's breaking benjamin i mean sometimes there's like some things that are lewd and maybe christian right. bringing but a lot of times it's other things you're like, this guy's probably not a practicing Christian or whatever it was. And I, I sometimes wonder if his experiences have kind of led to this because there's actually some pretty interesting Christian themes throughout this whole CD. But the, the very first lyrics is, will the faithful be rewarded when we come to the end? Will I miss the final warning from the lie that I have lived? And I mean, just, I guess that first little bit, I wonder, you know, like, I mean, what do you think of that lyric? Because I think that that first little bit holds a lot in itself. It does. It's kind of two parts. So will the mm-hmm. faith will be rewarded when we come to the end? That's almost the question of, is there a God? Yeah. You know, is the afterlife and mm-hmm. what people of faith and religion are saying and believe in, is mm-hmm. it true? And then will I miss the final warning from the lie that I have lived and if he's not Christian, then the final warning that he won't be rewarded mm-hmm. after life. Yeah. So, like, have I been wrong this whole time? Is there a God? Yeah. What's going to happen in the end? Yeah. Is and what he's drawing at here. 
and I sometimes wonder if he has an up Christian upbringing, but maybe like turned away or something, you know, and he's, he's looking and he's like realizing that sometimes these things, you know, obviously his disease came from a life of partying and alcohol addiction. Um, and I wonder if, you know, this lie that he's lived, like that his life he realizes was, was actually kind of empty. Right. Um, and you know, he's faithful now because the next part of the song is anyone calling, I can see the, the soul within and I am not worthy. I am not worthy of this, you know, and I think that's almost like this cry of that. I'm not worthy of salvation, right? Like I almost think that he might've come, he's sort of came or come to the faith, um, and recognizes that there is a soul, but that he doesn't feel worthy. Yeah. I can actually totally see that now. Like he probably has, Mm -hmm that upbringing or, you know, was raised in some kind of faithful mm-hmm. background because I like that he uses the word faithful. Will the mm-hmm. faithful be re- re- rewarded? Yeah. Um, like he respects that they have a faith and they're holding to it. Yeah. Rather than he's lived a lie of a life. Mm-hmm. Like he might have had that same faith, but he wasn't holding to it. Yeah. He was cheating himself. Mm-hmm. And now he doesn't, now he can see like his soul within himself and he doesn't think he's worthy uh, that to, for that to be cleansed. Yeah, I heard that, and I was, like, immediately, like, just drawn into the song. I was like, oh, wait a minute, like, I feel like things are about to get real. Yeah. And so then he has this moment, like, the, the sort of, like, bridge and chorus, right, where it, or, like, the pre-chorus and chorus is almost this, like, cry out to God. He says, are you with me after all? Why can't I hear you? Are you with me through it all? Then why can't I feel you? Stay with me, don't let me go, because there's nothing left at all. Stay with me, don't let me go until the ashes of Eden fall. Mm. I had listened to this either like right before or right after the first Cafe Catholico, which is this young adult event put on by the diocese, the Archdiocese of Galveston, Houston. Right. We have speakers and we do like, so we'll have confession, mass, and then like a, a dinner and then a speaker. Right. Um, and Michael Gormley yeah. of um, Catching Foxes was the speaker for the first one. And he gave this awesome talk on prayer. And one of the testimonies that he had heard is this guy came in and he's like, can't hear God. Like, I don't even know if like God hears me. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know if there is a God, but like, I don't feel like I don't feel God. And Michael Gormley heard that and he says, well, let me ask you, what's your prayer life like? And he's like, oh, like barely if any. Right. And it's this idea of we don't have that prayer life. We can't hear God because we're not conversating with him if we can't feel him. Um, because you never have faithful Christians with a really strong prayer life wondering if there's a God or if God loves them. And this was Michael Gormley's point. They may struggle. They may have difficulties and have difficult moments, but they know that there's a God and they know that they love him. And it might be hard to endure, but they know that there's a God there. Yeah, because um, I know May through June this year, in May it kind of hit me where God, in my prayer, just became silent. Mm-hmm. And it was like this real frustrating time where he, he he was challenging me to accept that silence and just to like be with him. And it forced me to go to more adoration mm-hmm. because like sitting at home in my prayer time, just in silence or trying to speak, but getting nothing back yeah, isn't as fun. But when you're sitting in silence with, you know, his presence right mm-hmm. there in front of you, it was easier. Finally, when I accepted it, like late June is when this like all, this whole thing overcame me and yeah. now we're like speaking again. But you also think of like, Mother Teresa. Yeah. Who, you know, went through that drought. But, and couldn't feel him. Yeah. And couldn't hear him. Mm-hmm. But never questioned that he wasn't there. Right. 
Yeah, and there's never this like, yeah, you might struggle or you may not feel him, but you like know he's there and you know he loves you even though you don't know, right? Because you've encountered him. Yes. Um, and so here I, I almost see this like crying out of like, are you there? Like, I can't hear you. I can't feel you. And I wonder like if it's prayer life, you know, but I, I kind of sometimes see that there's this prayer life, you know, there's this at least willingness in in these lyrics. Yeah, well, it's almost like something, we're going back to the, the, the beginning, there's almost like something has changed Mm-hmm. Where he's gotten this glimpse of like, oh no, I think I've been wrong all along. Mm-hmm. I do think there's something to this afterlife. Yeah. And if that's true, yeah. why can't I hear you? Why can't I feel you? Right. But if also that's true, don't let me go. Yeah. And I think that that line like struck me to the core. Not just the stay with me, don't let me go. Um, but the stay with me, don't let me go. Because there's nothing left at all. Right. That I think he realizes that apart from God, there's nothing. Like there's nothing left. And this whole part of until the ashes of Eden fall, like I almost wonder like, like almost like how Adam felt, <laughs> you know, like that when you're, he was booted out of the garden of Eden, right? And like Eden was gone, like the ashes of Eden, right? This like fallout of sin, right? right? Like that's what sin is, is this. The burning of Eden. Yeah. Like in essence, God, Jesus on the cross like Mm -hmm. sanctifying what original Mm -hmm. sin was created was almost like setting fire to the garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. And so until like all that is full circle, which is at our death because it's been conquered. Mm -hmm. Don't let me go. Don't let me go until I make it into your kingdom is almost what I can see. He's saying without saying it. Yeah. And there's just like, and it ends up like, and so you hear this and you're like, okay, this is kind of Christian. Yeah. Um, And I really, really liked it. Okay. So then, the next part actually kind of gets more intense, right? So then the next verse is, Will the darkness fall upon me when the air is growing thin? Will the light begin to pull me to its everlasting will? Uh, I can hear the voices haunting. There is nothing left to fear. And I am still calling. I am still calling to you. And so he's still worried, right? Like, will the darkness fall? You know, like, will there be this darkness? Um, like, will he fall in darkness or will the light begin to pull me to its everlasting will? And like, I heard that part and I was like, oh, I mean, like, the so we talk about like the light of the world, right? We talk about Christ right. being light, right? God right. is light and the will of God is so unchanging, right? So it's this everlasting will and that there's this draw of Jesus. And I don't know, what what do you think of this, Gordon? I'm sorry, I'm just getting all no, it's geared okay. up for this song. Um, I'm also trying to process as I'm reading along <laughs> and you've already kind of like heard it and like had these thoughts. Yeah. Um, but what you just said was exactly right. Uh, we have this hope. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually thinking about this yesterday. I went to confession and I've been going to confession like a lot more in the past month Yeah. than, you know, I'd like to, you know, that's a thing where you're like, <laughs> I wish I didn't have to go to keep going to confession, but I'm like, it's also someone else was like, it was really cool that I was like staying on top of it though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got out, and I was thinking of just my dad, which I know he doesn't listen to this podcast, so I'm just going to talk about him. But <laughs> I don't know when my dad's last been to the confession. Like, mm. he probably goes two times a year yeah. if he goes. But I know if I asked him, like, hey, you want to go to heaven? He'd be like, yeah, I live a good life. I'm going to heaven. And I'm like, yeah, but have you been to confession lately? And like, no. I'm like, okay, you know, I might not go straight there. And like this thing of like, I was, I'm going all the time because like, you don't know, like where he says, when the air is going to grow thin. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, there are two possibilities, darkness 
or being pulled in, being pulled by the light, all of a sudden there's this light and you're like, yes. And it's something that we don't like to talk about because it's the old adage that like our parents grew up with, like, don't mm-hmm. send you're going to hell. And yeah. like, no, you need to change that language. Yeah. But there is still truth to this idea of like, there's two paths in the end. Yeah. So I have a friend named Elizabeth and she posts things on Facebook. Oh yeah. Who does and, that anymore? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but she'll post these hashtag things Jesus never said. Yeah. She's like a right. awesome Catholic. Right. Um, awesome, 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 awesome woman. And, but she has won recently the other day. And I was like, oh, because a lot of times she'll like have these hashtag Jesus never said. And I'm like, oh yeah, I totally agree. But then sometimes I'm like, okay, like this one's actually like a little, like it's true, but like, right. it's pungent. So she has one is like, your sin, she's like, your sins are forgiven. Feel free to go and keep singing, sinning. Hashtag things Jesus never said. Because Jesus always was like, your sins are forgiven. Now repent and sin no more. Right. And I think sometimes we treat it like, your sins are forgiven. Now go do whatever you want. But like Jesus is like, your sins are forgiven. Now don't do that. <laughs> like stop that, you know? And, and when you talk about confession, like, because I know that, I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I've lived a good life. And there's, yes, God forgives, but yeah, like, you're, he calls you're for forgiven repentance. for that. Yeah. But your soul. Yeah. You know, and he's asking not, and it's not, yeah, it's not this like, I have, it's this idea of like coming to him. Like you could do something wrong. And you could be like, oh, like really, really sorry about it. But if you don't come to me and say, hey, man, I'm really sorry that happened. Can I make it up for you? You know, like you can't just be like, oh, Steve already forgave me. Oh, I'm over here like he punched me in the face and never said anything. Well, it's almost a, like this is gonna be the strangest metaphor ever. Okay. But let's say every time you send, mm-hmm. you caught a disease, but not a disease that affected you, but was contagious. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's not affecting you like you're good. But then there's this person that you know that you can go to that'll clear that up. Like, get rid of that so no one else catches it. Yeah. Without, If that was the case, without a doubt, you'd be going every time you said. Yep. And in a lot of ways, like, forgiveness is, is a thing. So, like, a lot of times, like, sin is a self-inflicted wound, right? Mm-hmm. And if I, like, stabbed myself, I can go and, like, clean that out. Right. Um, but I need to go to, like, a doctor and get stitched up and, like go to the divine doctor to actually heal that properly. Um, and that's a lot what confession is. But there's this idea, and this I think will be a lot of what we talk about in our podcast, is this draw toward the light, that like God draws us to his everlasting will, um, even in darkness, that he's reaching down. Um, there's a lyric to cross, a Christian lyric from Ike and Dolo, uh, in his song, Land of the Rising Sun, he has one lyric that I love that says... Um, He's talking like, he's like basically saying to Satan, he's like, uh, and you can't have me. Mm. And you can't have me. He's like, even um, if I go to the devil's table, I've been redeemed. Like that no matter how far you stray, God can still pull you out from that. Like right. even when you're at the devil's table, Jesus still enters in and redeems you and can pull you. And like, you're not, all, you're not Satan's, yeah. you know, like that you can always turn around. It's almost even speaking, like, I don't, we don't know if this is a, yeah. a story of Ben or if this yeah. is like a fictional story and like mm-hmm. lyrical, but whatever this guy's background is, this almost small conversion and like mm-hmm. turning yeah. is enough for God. He's like, because he's actually calling out and like having this like realization, Mm -hmm. God's like, yes, you finally understand. And I wonder like when the air is growing thin, like that line, like, will the darkness fall upon me when the air is growing thin? Like, I almost wonder if that's like when times are tough, you know, like maybe he realizes that like God's it, you know? Right. But like, 
will the darkness fall up? Like, if I am in a hard time, like, will the darkness fall back over me? Or will you draw me to your everlasting will? Yeah. You know? What do you think he means by, I can hear the voices haunting? Because that's what I haven't been able to figure that. Is that from below? From above? Or is it yeah. the peer pressure of people around him and that's, that helps pull the darkness in? What was your kind of initial take, or did you have one? Because those are like three possibilities. Yeah. Um, is it like temptation? I think in a lot of ways, I think there's like this idea of like temptation. Um, but. Or it could be the voices in his own head. Like yeah. Like the voices of doubt and yeah. shame and. Yeah. And, and I almost wonder if like, you know, he's still producing the same kind of music. He didn't become a Christian artist. You know, he's still singing right. alternative metal, alternative rock, right? Mostly alternative rock, but, like, there's that sort of, like, metal feel to right. it. yeah. And I almost wonder if it's, like, a stylistic choice for the genre. Because when I hear that, um, I can hear the voices haunting. There is nothing left to fear. It almost as if, like, he can hear the voice of God or, like, the saints or something. You know, like, he hears this call, you know, to bring it back. So it's almost haunting yeah in the yeah knowing in, in like it, a positive way which yeah. i think is like a weird thing to say but i think that ties in better with well, i can hear the that voice goes content, back to the very first to stanza mm-hmm. where he's like if the voice he's hearing is true then he doesn't think he's worthy of salvation yeah and i hear this like is there anybody calling right in that first part is there anybody calling and so I think in this part, it's like, I can hear the voices haunting. Like, I can hear the voices and, like, almost, like, those who have gone before, like, those faithful that have made it. Maybe that's sort of what he's talking about. Um, I'm not entirely sure. But I think there's this, like, there's nothing left to fear. And I am still calling. I am still calling for you, right? That Calling to you, right? That he's still calling to, I think. And, and almost I wonder if it's, like, this feeling of being alone or if the syndrome that he suffered from, if there was like something where he was like, kind of like almost like almost like a locked in syndrome. Right. You know, like I don't know a hundred percent what it's all about. Right. But yeah, it's either that or he has like this idea. And I think even if it was this idea of temptation that I can hear the voices haunting, but there's nothing left to fear because he's still calling. Right. right. He can always call upon. Yeah. Him. And another way I kind of looked at it is like, you know, they say the very common, like, game the devil plays is when you begin to believe mm-hmm. so he's beginning to believe the devil's voice is well why can't you hear him yeah and he said again he's well why can't you feel him if you mm-hmm. think he's there or you know i was talking to lizzie about like speaking in tongues because she mm-hmm. can do that and i had a ton of questions and she's like i was like when did you find first no i was like well when i first knew i kind of like wasn't sure if I really was or if I thought I was. So I kind of spoke to a friend about it and she's like, well, you know, your doubts, the, the thing of like, well, is it really mm-hmm. tongues? It's like coming from the devil and Satan, like trying to convince you mm-hmm. that this good thing isn't good. Yeah. Um, and so that could also be the voice, like haunting him, the voices that we see in the chorus and the bridge. Yeah. And I almost wonder, like, there's a lot of really good things in this right. song, but I almost wonder if it's like, there's still this like burden of faith, you know? It, feels that way like where he where he like recognizes it's true but maybe there's still like this like it's sort of burdensome you know like the door's maybe been open but he still has to make that take the step yeah but he's still like afraid of yeah. that and so maybe that's the haunting is like that he knows but like he still wants to cling to this lie but he wants to be better you know i i, I don't know i don't know yeah. him personally i don't know what he's going yeah. through um but 
Um, then it goes through the chorus again. You know, are we? Are you with me after all? I kind of hear you. Um, and then the last part, right? Sort of the bridge. Why can't I hear you? Stay with me. Don't let me go. And it's like kind of layered. Like he'll sing one, and the other one will kind of come over it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and so it's like, why can't I hear you? Stay with me. Don't let me go. Because there's nothing left at all. Stay with me. Don't let me go until the ashes of Eden fall. Right. I kind of like it because it's like almost like why can't I? And then it's like immediately stay like, with me. Don't stay let with me. me. Don't let me go. Like that. Like the doubts start getting voiced and they like get overshowed. Yeah. Right. And then it kind of um, continues to go with me and like the stay with me. Don't let me go. Keeps getting sort of sung, but the last bit um, and it's repeated twice and like it has the stay with me. Don't let me go. Like kind of singing over it. Um, it's like heaven above me. Take my hand. Shine until there's nothing left but you. Heaven above me, take my hand. Shine until there's nothing left but you. And when I heard that, I was like, I have to do a podcast <laughs> on this. Yeah. So first off, I want to hear your take on that. Well, we've been talking about, or we're not, we haven't been talking about, but in that one section we talked about darkness and light. Mm-hmm. And so in this, I, I would say this is a prayer. In mm-hmm. this prayer, he's saying heaven, kingdom, basically God, my father, take my hand and when you take it shine so bright that there's nothing left like all the darkness in my life all the darkness around mm-hmm. me is eradicated and all that's left in this light is is you um, that you already learned we said in the earlier that there's oh because there's nothing left at all yeah there's nothing left so take so shine so bright that that even the darkness that i know is not worth anything is gone like mm-hmm. completely yeah when i heard this i just was like that was like that is such a good prayer (laughs) that whole last stanza is a really good prayer. stay with or stay with me don't let me go stay with me don't let me go heaven above me take my hand shine through there's nothing left but you like repeating that yeah because because i saw it the same way and 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 i'm not what we're not saying is that we lose ourselves and that we're like you know like that god is calling us to not be ourselves right right but that which is not of god is sinful right because even us like even at our best we're individuals and we have free will and like god does not call us to not be ourselves but we even us are of god right like even we are like created by god in his image and likeness not saying that we're just like unimportant but like that god has created us for purpose um and we become less like ourselves when we fall to sin, right? Because we don't live up to our own creation. Right. Um, and so shine until there's nothing left but you isn't just this like, so that I don't, I cease to exist, but this idea that like all of that, which is holding me back from truly being myself, like cast out, you know, like take my hand, like shine, shine till there's no darkness left. Well, I think... Um, you know, with the, with the word heaven above me, take mm-hmm. my hand, you can get this image of, like, a hand reaching up. But in reality, what I kind of picture is, like, take my hand, and then Jesus or God takes it, and now Jesus or God is walking with you through life. Mm-hmm. Like, when you walk with, like, a partner or something, holding hands. And so you're holding hands, and the, his, his light is next to you, and it's getting rid of everything yeah. to where all that's left is god as your focus you can still live life you can still Mm -hmm. have friends you can Mm -hmm. still you know get married and all this stuff it's like you said it's not eradicating you yeah but every purpose 
that your every step you're taking is in this light mm-hmm. and only of that light. Right. And there's this recognition that we're in the state post original sin, right? The ashes of Eden. Eden is gone. You know, like we have sinned, we are here. But that stay with me, like he's clinging to God. And, you know, you have all these sense of like, you know, will the darkness take over? Like why, you know, like I have these doubts that these voices are haunting, right? Like there's all of this imagery of like this confusion, but at the very end, he's just clinging and he's like, shine until there's nothing left but you. Like all of these things, all these distractions, all of these doubts and questions and things that I'm struggling with, shine until there's nothing left but you. Shine until those things fall to the wayside. You know, and I think that that's ultimately like, where our prayer life is kind of heading to the point where it's like God like shines so brightly in my life that it expels those doubts and it expels those things that are holding me back. Like take my hand and shine in my life. And so I heard the song and I was like, oh, I know I'm coming up for the podcast soon. And I just, you know, I think in a lot of ways it's, it's a song of this beginning of a journey, or maybe he's always been very Christian. Um, but you know, there is just, there's a lot here. Um, and I think that in a lot of ways, even those of us who like know very well, like we cry out in these same ways, you know, like we're calling out to God, like we are questioning, we have questions. Um, and I think that this is a really good, it sort of takes you on this exodus. Like it starts really small and like it continues to build upon itself of like almost like a faith journey. Like I'm in this darkness and I don't know what's going on. And then I'm starting to get it, but I'm still having these doubts till you're at the point where you're like, God, take my hand and don't let go and just expel those things that are not of you. You know, um, Gomer kind of talked about this at that talk, but right. if there's something holding us back, like sin, like we have to pray that God uproots those things. Right. That like he, like it's a weird prayer to pray, but that we pray for God to break us. You know, like if we don't uproot that stuff, like that sin that's so deeply rooted in us, then we're going to always be held back from God and we're never going to break free of those things. Like yeah. We have to be torn up. Yeah. Um, that a field before it can be, you know, like plowed and like if it's full of weeds, it's not just enough to like cut the grass. Like you have to uproot that stuff and you have to turn the earth and destroy the earth to pull up all of those weeds with their roots so that they never grow back again. And it, it's this imagery of like, you have a field and you're just, just, you have to completely uproot and destroy that field so that the seed can be planted and grow. Yeah. And sometimes that's where we have to be in life. And I think this was really cool too, because last week we did a song on the podcast. Um, it was a 21 pilot song mm-hmm. that was also in a similar ballpark, but it was also, it was kind of, we, challenged him in the end to like pray with it and in the ending that it was kind of like in the same sense of like why i've been lying to myself and why i've been lying to you and then just kind of ended with like the recognition of we're broken people like we are broken we are sinners and so i feel like in conjunction with this song and being back to back this takes it the next step further mm-hmm. like okay now we recognized we're sinners and now we recognized our faults here's another prayer to say next yeah now that you've done that you know now you've started that that yeah. ripping up the weeds now ask for God's help and take mm-hmm. for him to take your hand and never let go. Yeah. And, and I think that's the challenge I wanted to have is to pray that is to pray for God to take us by the hand, to be with us, to begin to have that prayer life. So we don't have to ask ourselves, you know, does God hear me? Does he love me? Is he real? But that we know, and even when we don't feel him, we know, 
that he's there and he loves us um, and that there's a lesson to be learned but yeah definitely to pray for whatever is holding us back from him yeah to just be torn up to to be outshined you know that that we should pray for the light of Christ to shine so brightly in our lives that we that everything else is just expelled by that light, that all the darkness in our lives are expelled. And I think that that's my challenge, is to really take a look at where that, what darkness is in your life and, and pray that God helps uproot that and that, you, and that God walks with you as you sort of take the next step of moving forward from that yeah. into the light. And just, as Gomer was saying, like this three steps of prayer, like sometimes like people, he was talking to this guy and he's like, I always feel bad that all I do is ask God for things. Um, so I just stopped praying. And he's like, no, pray. Like, that's the first step. Pray for all of those things, right? Pray for God to bless whatever it is you're doing, right? Like, hey, God, I really need this, or hey, I really need that. And that's fine. That's the first step. But then let that move into, okay, God, like, now that I'm praying for these things, now let me pray for you to bless the things I'm going to do, right? Um, that you're, you're beginning to shift your prayer until the very end, which is not your will, but my will. Right, so this idea of like, hey God, this is the stuff that I would like. Please help me out with it. To, hey God, if it's you, were like, please bless these. These are my plans, and like, help guide me in them. To eventually, where yeah. it's just God, your will, not mine. And I think that that's the exodus that we have to make. And so, I think the first step is is like last week's, like recognizing, hey, I need help. This is the okay. Now take me and lead me. Yeah. Um, so that totally. the final step is shine until there's nothing left but you. Like your will, not mine cool cool i like it so uh any shout outs um i have a shout out to my friend joel and his girlfriend annie just because they asked me to shout them out cool other than that i I did have one your mom well definitely my mom that was one i thought about (laughs) that was one i thought about like when she left and then i totally forgot this but yeah my mom because she was in town like all last week and it was awesome um we had a blast got the show around and yeah, I can't remember. I had another one, but I'll save it for the next one. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to to Elizabeth. Uh, she's a rock star. Um, to Catherine. Uh, she's someone who I've mentioned in the podcast. I don't know if she's listening. Um, but if you are, you're awesome. And to a uh, guy, Sal, named Sal. Um, he is a guy who has been a part of some of our y'all things and i actually had lunch with him um he works at exxon oh, okay catholic guy lives over not too far from here and um he's a pretty cool guy and i mentioned my podcast and he said he'd check it out so sal i hope you are listening and i hope you like it um shout out to you for at least feigning some interest in the <laughs> podcast when i mentioned it but yeah guys thank you uh for being here yeah for definitely. checking us out and We've listening a lot of increases and in just like yeah being noticed i don't know if you guys listen but like on mm-hmm. facebook and in our soundcloud we've had a lot of like likes and subs- subscriptions mm-hmm. so it's been cool to see that like it's being spread yeah and i we i've noticed that we've, we're have we getting like more messages from people like, yeah we just got one today where someone was like hey like god bless y'all hope every, like hope yeah you know, praying for you and it was like wow like that was really nice yeah, it was nice. um actually I bet I could pull that up, and I bet that that is a great shout-out because that is. just happened today. So I think it was on like one of our or, YouTube-ish videos that he was commenting on, which was forever ago, but he didn't, He was like, I'm still going to do it. Yeah, and it was just, it was just really, really um, inspiring and nice to hear. 
Yeah, Doris Summers. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Shout out. Yeah, um, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, hope you're doing good. God bless. Doris, I hope you're doing good. And God bless day. you. Made my day. Because that was really nice. And that was really nice to see. Um, because I saw that as like I landed from the plane. And I like got a buzz on my phone as I reconnected to the internet. I should also shout out Clint. Because we talked about the mm. World World Cup last week. Yeah. And how I was voting against France. Oh, see, I was for France. I know, but I was against because Clint was for. Oh, okay. But, so I have to shout out Clint because yeah. uh, France won. And uh, he called that like apparently three years ago or something. Oh, really? I, see... I wasn't going for France from the very beginning. He, he was. Um, my secondary team, other than the United States, is Brazil, because I spent some time there. Um, so I love the Brazilian people, been to the country. Um, when they got knocked out, I was kind of like, oh, I kind of hope England does well, because they haven't done super great right. um, the past few years. Um, they got knocked out by Croatia. Realistically, I kind of felt like they were, they were kind of, you know, Germany. I thought, like, Germany was going to do really well. And, like, I was like, yeah, I'm sure England will, like, be fine. And right. Brazil is usually pretty decent. Argentina did not do as well. Um, they kind of underperformed, I think. But France was stacked. Uh, Mbappe is 18 and one of the best. And so Mbappe. Mbappe. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's Clint's joke. But. Yeah. Um, well, shout out to Clint for his cheesy jokes. Um, but anyway, guys, thank you. Please uh, email us, call us, text us facebook us yeah let us know what we can change for you guys yeah let us know if you like sort of the update with like the more discussion based apparently it's working people are commenting more and liking us more (laughs) so i guess it works or all those things really have happened since i've been on the podcast so maybe it's just oh steve hasn't been here this month this is great um or opposite of that but yeah regardless thank you guys let us know what you're listening to if there's anything you'd like us to do a podcast on i know we're not always the greatest at responding but we appreciate it regardless, even if we don't respond. And I think sometimes we're just, uh, I think sometimes since there's three of us managing the account, sometimes we're like, oh, I'm really busy. Someone else will handle that. And yeah. It just doesn't. That's kind of what the YouTube, me and Clint are like, I was going to do a video on this and like hasn't happened. So yeah. we're trying to be better. It's one yeah. of those things kind of like in this song, like God, to just kind of take that step sometimes. Yeah. In initiative. Yeah. Pray for us. Being adults. Yeah. Pray for us. Um, I had heard, okay, so just, I was talking to a woman down in McAllen today and she gave me a green scapular and she was talking about how there was this priest who went to Padre Pio and I think Padre Pio, they gave him his own personal rosary. I don't yeah. think it was the green scapular. I think it was his own personal rosary. After, after hearing confession of Padre Pio, Padre Pio handed him the rosary and said, pray for my conversion. Padre Pio. Padre Pio, who Padre Pio didn't need anyone to pray for his conversion, but like this recognition that we all need we all need to convert something in our lives. So we're all in this lifelong conversion together. Um, so pray for our conversion <laughs> to be oh, better at, yeah. at all of this. So um, God bless y'all, and uh, thanks for joining us this week in the adventure. Thank you guys. See you next time. Hey y'all. Uh, so we wanted to point out this is our fortieth podcast. Um, which is 20 more than 20, uh, and 30 is. more than 10. Yeah. Uh, 15 more than 25. Uh, it's not like a traditional, like, ooh, 25th episode or 50th episode, but we're at an even 40. It's kind of a nice deal. Uh, and I think it's important for this podcast because 40 is very important in scripture. 
Yeah. Um, it also means 13 more episodes and we'll be at a year. No, 12 more episodes. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, but I want to point this out. A little special after challenge for y'all. That 40 days in the desert, 40, I mean, 40, 40, 40 is everywhere. Um, but I think that starting this week, um, we should focus on the spiritual exodus in our lives. Um, especially given yeah. we just were talking about the theme we just talked about this week with the Breaking Benjamin song. But let's start the spiritual exodus, right, toward the new Eden, right? That the ashes of Eden are falling, um, but that Christ came to bring Eden back to us, right? Um, to give us the new Eden of heaven, that we will be re... Like, that what made Eden paradise wasn't that it was a really, really nice place. What made Eden paradise is we got to walk hand in hand with God. Totally. So let's get back there. Yeah. Thanks for listening for 40 episodes, Thanks y'all. for giving us 40. <laughs> <laughs>